friends, family, team, season 12, episode 8 of the Washed Up Podcast. Cliff and James are here together. Hey, James, say hello to your fans. Hello. So we are going to get you back in uh, this year, this season's segment of Make Chicago Sports Great Again. No disrespect, it isn't going too hot, so we'll catch you up on Chicago sports real, real fast. Then we'll get into a little NCAA football, the news and notes around there. And then mostly, it's going to be the NFL, y'all, because it's wild card weekend and the Bears lost to the Packers. Um, Not good in the mentals. All right, let's get it. You can come get me. I'm in the Welcome back to the Washed Up Podcast. Quick disclaimer, Pat Mallers and Chef Charles have officially dropped a new album out on wherever you listen to your music. Give them a round of applause. Bang, 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 bang. I'm going to Best Buy to buy my copy. <laughs> Everybody knows that James is a hard copy guy. You want it in front of you. You don't want it in the cloud. No. You, no. Need, a, you, need, a, you need a physical. You want your own cloud. Absolutely. Put it in my own cloud. Um, all right, y'all. It is season 12, episode 8 of the Washed Up Podcast. And our resolution for this season, season 12, was to make... Chicago sports great again. James, where do you think we rank on that one through 10? One being the worst and 10 being the absolute best. 1.2. Yeah, it's not good. It's the, the, the point two is just because of the Bears draft situation. Yeah. But other than that, we have just failed miserably at it. Yeah, so um, we'll start with baseball because that's closest to where we can be some sort of happiness, maybe, for at least maybe you. Definitely not me. Um one thing about the White Sox is uh, Dylan Cease might stay this year. We might not trade him. World Series back on? Maybe. Who knows? Um, but also, Lurie Garcia is making $5.5 million this year. This is a head scratcher. That is, what, what are we doing here? It's just, yeah, it, like it is. That, that's all it is, is what are we doing here? Yeah, so our the prices on all of our players dropped um, and I only saw it just because it got sent to a group chat and I didn't really want to look at it. You're like, I actually don't want it. Yeah, I really don't. So our, our plausible uh, lineup with Martin Maldonado at a $4 million salary, (laughs) Andrew Vaughn playing first at a $3.25 million salary, Nikki Lopez at a $4.3 million salary, Paul DeJong at 1.75 mil, and then rounding it out at third base, Johan Moncada for $24.8 million. That's the infield, James. Let's hear the outfield. The outfield. Andrew Benatendi, $17.1 million. Luis Roberts, center field, $12.5 million. Gavin Sheets, $750,000. <laughs> and designated hitter Eloy Jimenez, $13.833 million. <laughs> Good for you. And then Lurie Garcia making 5.5. This is a ridiculous lineup. That should get me a little excited, but just, uh, you know, it stinks. 
every way around it. Yeah, you're just like, well, uh, possibly. Like, you're thinking of your Sox fan. Your pro- your thought process is like, all right, we got a lot of the hype off. Everyone's kind of counting us out. Like, maybe we'll make some noise, make a run at the wild card. Mm. No, we stink. No, we're still terrible. We're god-awful. And I love the, the idea of uh, the possibility of Luis Robert and, like, Eloy figuring it out at the same time. You're not that lucky. In, in what world would that ever happen? In a perfect world, you're like, oh, these two are going to come together and be like the new bash bros of yeah. a generation. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Eloy's going to be do- hitting the stanky leg on second base and breaking his knee. Yeah. Luis Roberts got Scott Boris as his agent now, and yeah. he doesn't care anymore. He won't make the four years left on his deal. He'll be traded before then. Oh, he'll be in a Mariners or a Marlins uniform. Oh, okay. Can't deny he would look so sick in a Marlins uniform. Yeah, he would fit right in. <laughs> he would fit so, like he would just look so cool he, with like a teal sleeve. Oh my god, him and Jazzy Jazz. Oh my god, Marlins would be my second team, even though they ruined the Cubs. They he, they would be my second team. Yeah, they would definitely be Brady's. <laughs> Brady, but, uh, I'll talk for Brady right now. I'd be so sick. <laughs> the Marlins would be super fun. I think my second team is kind of leaning towards Seattle this year. I kind of yeah. took a little switcheroo. Yeah, I remember um, like when they hit the walk-off homer to go to the playoffs with this 2022. Henry Conley just tweets like at the Sox goes, "Doesn't that look fun? <laughs> like he's like, just doesn't that look entertaining? Like a good time to do something like that? Yeah, you want to like try for that because that looks fun. It looks really fun. Yeah, um, the Cubs made a deal with the Devil, the Dodgers. Anything of note for that trade? I have nothing. Uh, unless, it doesn't sound like Bush Leaguer. I mean, I understand it's a top prospect they got. And it sounds like he's going to get some serious tick in, um, in spring training. But I unless I, until I see John Heyman or anybody just tweet, the Cubs have agreed with Cody Bellinger, I don't care. Yeah. Because it's like, you got to bring Cody Bellinger back. You have to. You try to get Reese Hoskins because I think he would fit in so well. That'd be like, fun. How we said last year, the names of the Cubs, like how it's all a bunch, sounds like a bunch of frat boys. Mm-hmm. Like Dansby, Nico, Reese, and Cody, Cody. Just sounds like literally a, like a fraternity room. Yeah, keep the beer pong table away from those fellas. Yeah, like they're wearing Sperry's for sure. They got three dice in their pockets at all times just in case one gets lost in a game of beer day. 100%. Yeah, they, they always got them on stack. Yeah. yeah. 100%. That'd be a fun party to go to. And Wade, or not Wade, uh, fucking uh, Justin. Jesus Christ, I almost said Wade Miley. Justin. <laughs> like, Justin, why not? Justin Steele. Just another like, white guy who definitely kicks people out of fraternity parties. 100%. Absolutely. The Chicago Cubs, welcome to the frat. Uh, yeah, I have nothing else on them until I see something. Yeah, so um, if we're going 1 through 10, the the Sox for me have just stayed at a 1. So that's where me, Fambo, for you. Cubs are at like a 3 right now. Okay. Um, well, then just because bring... of counsel. Yeah, for sure. You you got to keep somewhat of a positive outlook on the coach, yes. at least. Yes. Um, Bedard fractured his jaw, broken Tight. jaw. Um, he was the youngest, one of the youngest players to ever be named an all-star, and then broke his jaw the next day. Yeah, that, uh, yeah he got popped, and it, you could tell the team, though, I mean, if the one good thing you take away that they, like, all stood up for him, they were swinging, they were oh, you know, yeah. trying to kill somebody... But that just sums up Chicago sports right there. It's just like, yep. Everything we love gets taken away from us. Everything. Yeah, it's always <laughs> it's gone right away. But that was a great uh, team-building exercise uh, to beat the shit out of everybody who was near Connor Bedard when he went down. 
Yeah, that's good. Like, hey, we're going to sacrifice probably the best player of a new generation. We're going to see, we're going to have him get hit and see how you pussies react. <laughs> Excuse my language. Yeah. What the fuck, James? So I'm at about a two with them right now. Yeah, that's not good. So we're at a one, a three, a two, and then the Bulls. Four? Fine. Yeah, I would say four. I mean, Zach Levine's back, Vooch is back, so Three I just and don't like since, it. Since Levine's been back. Yeah, Kobe White, Kobe White hit a sweet shot last night near the end of a regulation. Yeah. Okay. Right. Cool. All right. Um, and now for the big one. The Chicago Sky. <laughs> I did actually want to look up how the Chicago Sky uh, news and notes, if there's any. Um, I was just typing it, but there, there's not much going on with them right now. So uh, the Bears went into Lambeau as well as James and Brady with Foley and Fitz did go into Lambeau. Take away what happened with the game. How cool is Lambeau? Uh, the freaking field is gorgeous. Like It almost like as corny as it sounds, it like takes your breath away. It just looks so cool. Stadium's easy to get in, in and out of, and it's like in the middle of a town. It's awesome. There's bars all over. I mean, not all over the place, but each bar – you know, three floors, live music. It's like bumping. It's such a good time. It's definitely bucket list. Like, you know, it's a bucket list item to go there. My word of advice, if you're a passionate Chicago Bears fan, go when they're playing the Commanders or like the Saints <laughs> or the Panthers or like, you know, the Texans, like something like that. Yeah. Go when they're playing one of those teams because they're nice. They're nice there. Like you get the fans like, hey, we feel bad for you guys. You guys have beat us in 10 straight games. But when that game starts, they literally put you in a torture chamber. <laughs> like, they just remind you at every single turn that the Bears still suck. And it, it, it sucks because it's true. Like, at the end of the game, and I told Pat this on the phone the other day, we were talking, I said, end of the game, Fitz, Foley, Brady, and I are walking out of there. It's cold. It's like 20-some degrees. And in unison, that whole stadium is chanting, go, Pat, go, Bears still suck. In unison, no one's missing a beat. It's like they're in a oh, weird, God. strange army, <laughs> and it just makes you feel so little, <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it. And I'm just, like, sitting there, and, like, you know, I was, I definitely, as I, all of you know, I get pissed off very quickly, and I'm, like, thinking about Justin, like, he needs a hug and stuff like that. <laughs> they just They just remind you at every turn that the Bears suck, and it's, like, and during that time, I'm thinking about all the rivalry games I've lost as of late, like the Michigan game lost. Mm -hmm. And then that one, I'm just like, oh my God, like this is so miserable right now. You were at your lowest with sports when we were chat. Yeah, like Ohio State loses to Michigan. Michigan beats Alabama. Ohio State loses to fucking Missouri. It doesn't score a touchdown. And then, like, you know, the Bears, they beat the Falcons. You're like, holy shit, they're kind of cooking right now. They could ruin the Packers' season. Nope. And the worst, one of the worst parts, Jordan Love is a fucking superstar. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be a tough pill for us to swallow. I mean, I don't know if he's on Rodgers' level yet, but other than the fumble he had the other day, he did not make a single mistake. No, he did not. He And, like, they literally kept looking at us. They're like, your guy's quarterback sucks. Like, ours is good. And I'm like like, you know, doing the, the Arthur meme where he's got his fist <laughs> clenched. Like, but either way, I highly recommend you go to, um, you go to Lambo. you, hey, I have to check it out at least once. Atmosphere is awesome. 
And then if you go to a bar called the Stadium View, ask for Caitlin because I fell in love with her. I don't know her last name, but I fell in love with her. And I, yeah, fell in love with her and she took all my money. That's that's all I have on that's Green Bay. That's all you got. That's all you got. It's, it's all you can have. And yes. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, we'll stick on Bears for just a little bit. Uh, Gutsy's gone. Flus is not. How you feeling? Uh, I never thought Flus is that big of a problem. I like how he seems like he is. Like the locker room loves him. It definitely seems like it's a lot different than Nagy. Like Nagy at the end, the players were just sick of his attitude, the way he talked to the media. Um, but no, I, I I'm all right with the flu thing. I think you get an offensive coordinator and knows what they're doing, and you're just you're you're they're in too deep right now. I think you can't reset the clock because if you reset the clock, you're gonna have a, a pissed off fan base like even more than we already are. Yeah, I mean, all we've done is reset the clock, and the comparison of year to year just keeps coming to mind. Where <clears throat> if the coach is a problem, we get a new one. Quarterback spends some time with the new coach. Quarterback doesn't work out. Get a new one. Now, the coach doesn't work with the new quarterback. Get a new coach. And it's just lather, rinse, repeat. If we get rid of Justin and we keep Flus, then it's just another young quarterback coming in. And the coach has to get a new young quarterback. And then it's not going to work out. They're not going to get rid of the quarterback right away. So, they're going to get rid of the coach. And if it's that that endless cycle, that's when I'm going to get pissed. I mean, we already are pissed, but yeah, you're right. It's like, just, I mean, I granted Fields is going to be on his third offensive coordinator, but just fucking make a big play to get, like, to get a guy that knows Fields. And I was listening to Carmen and Yurko. It's like, they said, hey, if you have to go to college to get someone like a college-type, like, coordinator, then fucking go there and get him. Because if they keep him, which we'll get into that later, it sounds like they are going to keep him because he's getting promoted for everything, too. Yeah. You have to bring somebody in that's going to coach his strengths, and I think that has finally resonated with the Bears. Like Eberflus is like, fine, I'm just going to you know run the defense, offense coordinator. You're you're in charge. Like take yeah. take over. Like I'm not going to have anything to do with the offense. Yeah, I did see a funny thing on Twitter. It said, "Hot take: We should bring in Belichick or Saban and have them coach Eberflus on how to be head coach. <laughs> so we get a coach for the head coach, dude." I mean, it's worked out for the Packers getting a quarterback to learn from the quarterback that's currently there. So, yeah, and like, like you know, in fourth fourth down situations or end of the game, like Eberflus just calls up to Belichick or yeah. Saban and goes, what do I do? What am I doing here? I think that'd be perfect. You get, I think it could work. I think it really could. Like, what's your job? <laughs> uh, I coach the head coach. Yeah, I'm coaching the coach. So you're coaching the team? No, no, no. No, no, no. no. I listen, just coach listen, the coach. Listen, listen. I don't talk to the players. Like, like Belichick <laughs> wouldn't even have to come to the games. Like, just call. Be like, hey, yeah. what do we do here? Or even text. Like, hey. Absolutely. He yeah, wouldn't even quick. have to come. And then we'd just be like, why is Eberflus on his goddamn phone on the sideline? Oh, he's just texting Bill Belichick. Make sure he's right, doing the right calls. Uh, but with the uh, new coaching, and I, I know this is never going to happen, but the coaching staff needs to take a look at their players and then create their philosophy. It feels like every single coach that comes into Chicago already has this ideology of how they want things run. And it's like, what do you mean? If you have a 7-2 in a game of blackjack or in a game of Texas Hold'em, you're not going to win that hand. You're not. So you need to change the game when you have a 7-2 offsuit. You know what I mean? Like this is an outrageous way to go about things is forcing all these players to go into your philosophy. Like – you have a crazy amount of athlete at a quarterback position. 
Why are you having them try to fit this narrative that you're trying to push about whatever offense you're trying to run? Look at your quarterback, look at your receivers, look at your running back, look at the line, and see how you can make success out of what you have. These people can't just fit into a mold. They have their certain things, and obviously they need coaching to get to this next level and all that stuff, and I'm not saying take away the fundamental training and all that, but play to your players' strengths, not try to fit them into the square-shaped peg as a round whatever, you know? And, and I'm glad. I didn't listen to all the, that press conference. I'm glad that was addressed. Like, they said, clearly, Luke Getz, he was, tr- like, they didn't say his name or anything, but they're like, clearly, Justin, like, he was trying, Justin was trying to be a quarterback that he's not. Right. And here's the thing. I get sick of everybody, like, you know, saying, oh, Fields is running quarterback. You look at his college tape. He is a fucking throwing quarterback. Right. He's got a freaking cannon, but he he plays better when he's throwing on the run. He's not a pocket quarterback. Right. So, I, I, I like that that was addressed, but back to your main point, I, I'm fine with Eberflus staying. I think that defense, we get one more person on the edge and we get everybody healthy, that defense is going to be a fucking problem next year. Absolutely, 100%. So right now the uh, draft looks like Bears, Commanders, Patriots. Commanders and Patriots both need a quarterback. Um, we, we have to go to one or three. We have to go one to three. Yeah. To get, to get Marv. That's 100% it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think... Most likely, Caleb Williams and Drake May will be going to either the Commanders or the Patriots. Is that how it's looking right now? It's looking like Caleb Williams is going to the Commanders, and it's like how he said you want to go to Chicago. Oh, get ready for Washington, buddy, buddy yeah, old pal. For real. And Caleb Williams wanting stock in whatever team drafts him. Yeah, you're going to get like stock not, over, over Magic Johnson, okay. Yeah, right? You're not Michael Jordan signing with Nike. Yeah. Like, you didn't win anything in college. Yeah, and, and how many highlights did you see of Drake May this year? Not a single one. Zero. Why is he why is he number two? Yeah, I don't get it. So that's the thing, like someone on Twitter is like, you know, the Bears take a chance with Drake May. Oh, really? We took a chance on a guy from North Carolina, also number ten. Yeah, I'm not doing that again. I'm not going through that. I don't care if he's the second coming of Christ. I'm not getting a North Carolina quarterback again. I can't take it. It's not a football school. Whatever. It's my two cents. Do with it what you will. Um, all right, so uh, let's do a little NCAA, and I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah, that, again, that just capped it off, too. <laughs> uh, Roll Tide lost to Michigan. That one hurt for me. Uh, I had Alabama every which way you could, and them not winning money line definitely hurt. Them not winning by seven definitely hurt. I'd all spread them a little bit. Oh, that's that's and and then they had that what seven at the they were yeah. up by seven in that last yeah Ooh, yeah that's tough yeah it's not a good look um and then Washington beat Texas and then it was Michigan versus Washington in the Natty two Big Ten teams two Big Ten teams that's what everybody's saying the one thing that uh I thought this was kind of boring national championship game. You really want me to go off right now? Yeah. That was the fucking worst national championship game I've ever seen. One, it just, Michael Penix, I tip my cap to him. He was phenomenal all season. Guy was freaking electric. But that's what happens when a Pac-12 quarterback plays a real defense. Yep. It's, you get exposed. And he got exposed the other night. Granted, I think he was injured. But Michigan's defense has been unbelievable all season. And I'm sorry, I'm going to go back to this. Ohio State is the only team that played them close this year. Yeah. I mean, they kept it close to them. Alabama should have lost that game every turn of the way. Yeah. Michigan, if we're being realistic, should have blown out Alabama. 
because Alabama had Michigan had every chance to put that away. But Jalen Milrow, and that's the thing too, with Jalen Milrow on Alabama, he does things sometimes you're like, wow, this guy could be the greatest quarterback ever. Mm -hmm. And then you look at him, you're like, he could be the worst quarterback ever. Right. He's all over the place. But back to the main point, it's just, you know, the Pac-12, you knew like, once I saw that line go to six and a half, I'm like, no way. I'm like, everyone's going to be all over Washington. Michigan's going to blow them out. Yeah. It was just a boring game. And, you know, Michigan's got a run game that carried them all season. Right. And At least last year when I took TCU money line, it was hilarious. What was it, like plus 625? Yeah, they were 13-point underdogs, and I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. It's a national championship. Come on, why not? This was just boring. Like, at least with the Georgia versus TCU, I just kept live betting the over because Georgia couldn't not score. Like, Georgia, I think, <clears throat> scored every drive. Yeah, every chance they had, they scored. And this year, I mean... I want. I I think I bet. I did bet Washington, but not like I just bet them in a parlay. But like it was, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it it, uh, it was rough. And here's the thing, though: it's like Michigan. You know, they were the best team in the country all all year long. And I'll say that it absolutely kills me to say that, but they were the best team in the country. And um, they're on top right now, but I also thought it was poetic that Ohio State wins the first four-team playoff and that Michigan wins the last one. Yeah. It just shows, like, who the standard is in college football outside of the SEC, I guess. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and Jim Harbaugh, I think he stays. I think – I don't think he's going anywhere. Yeah, why would he? I mean, he's a god. He's going to get a statue. Yeah. He's a fucking nerd and a dork, and he's going to be <laughs> on the Epstein list. But – um. <laughs> He, he he's good for college football. As much as I hate to say it, he needs to be there. It's like the Yankees almost. Like yeah. when the Yankees are good, people are gonna hate him. And I think uh it's now we just wait for we wait for August and but do you want to discuss your uh your tide? Yeah, so Nick Saban retires. Uh, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, but also like he goes out as a loser. That's what that's what I thought it was a joke at first, like he goes out on a failed run play, run play action, like fucking botch. Yeah. But I think the game just passed him. I think definitely NIL changed college football on the transfer portal. It definitely is not the same anymore. Yeah, 100%. It will be fun since that was the last year of the 14 playoff. Seeing the first, what is it, 12? It's 12, yeah. Seeing that for the first time next year will be an absolute blast and a half. Like that's going to intersect with NFL football too. Yeah. Like, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, that's going to be a whirlwind of a year for us next year. Yeah, and it's and it goes back to our oh, Michigan and Ohio State. Like, yeah, that game is still the biggest game of the year. You have all these guys in Ohio State going back to, like, because literally Denzel Burke or could have been a first-round draft pick. He's like, I got to go back and beat Michigan. It just shows how important that, that is. Yeah. But now it's like you can lose a game before that. Because before right. it was like you can't lose, you can't lose, you got to play them undefeated. And then, have you seen Michigan's schedule no. for next year? Mm-mm. Washington. I love it. Texas. Mm-hmm. Oregon. And Ohio State. They all have to play next year. Holy shit. That, they're going to go in with at least two losses. Because they're losing everybody this year. Yeah, they're, <clears throat> that's going to be a lot for them to handle. Um, speaking of Texas, Quinn Ewers is returning. Yeah, that they're gotta see now. I just want college football back so yeah, right? bad. It's like, but also that just means Archie Manning's transferring. So where is he gonna go? Roll um, Tide. 
Is he going to tie it up? Well, see, that's the thing. Steve Starkeesian was the offensive coordinator there. What if he just gets a buyout, goes to Alabama, and brings Arch Manning with him? Then I will be an absolute liability of an Alabama fan. I if that happens, like like I said, it doesn't it doesn't concern me. That would be. If I was a Texas fan, I would maybe think about jumping off a bridge. I don't give nothing but a piss about nothing but the tide. Like, does someone put that, and now, like, like saying it out loud, it does make sense. Like, that's his dream job. But I don't think, all right, let's do this right now. Three options. Who do you think is going to be the next Alabama coach? Ooh, spicy. What if Bill Belichick and Nick Saban just switch roles? That would be awesome. I would think that was that would be awesome. Nick Saban to the Patriots, Bill Belichick to Bama, and see who really can do it both ways. I believe me. People have said Belichick. I, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think so. But it would. I. I would think that would be wild. That would be so funny. Well, Saban's also retiring though. He's done. Yeah, he's like, done. He's tough. Belichick hasn't said he's done. Yeah, Belichick's not done. But I think he's going to stay in the NFL. But I'm going to toss him at Bama for one. Okay. I like the Texas Swaparoo. I think that's just a nice little bow tie on this whole thing. I don't know. Where's your head at? I think number one, it's a clear cut number one. I think it's Lane Kiffin. <laughs> I I truly do. Yeah. He was one of Saban's golden boys for a long time. I think that's, and I think it would just be funny for Ole Miss fans. It would be so funny. Yeah. Like they would lose their minds if Kiffin just like has built up this program. They are like, I think already they're ranked six for next year. Yeah. And just bolts to Alabama. I love it. I think he's got to be there, and then also you can't count out Dabo either. Dabo was going to be one, but I thought I saw something about he might go to the NFL. Is that was that not a real thing? Uh, I uh, I don't think so. That wasn't real. I think it's either a Clemson or because Alabama is where he played at. So I think he like all oh, these okay. guys they have bucket list shit they want to do. Yeah, like and coach at Alabama has to be one, right? Yeah, I mean that's like like they all have their personal six. Like Urban Meyer, how he started off as a graduate assistant coach at Ohio State, yeah. said I want to go back there one day and win a national championship. They all have bucket list things to do. That's yeah. why I think Dabo might say like, all right, Alabama's like the last mountain for me to climb in college football. That'd be fun too. So is Jalen? He's. Is he going to be the quarterback next year? For I think so. He has to be a Heisman favorite. I mean, because as dumb as the plays he makes, he still is very good. Yeah, he's a freak. Yeah, he's built like a tank, too. Yeah, so that's going to be tough. But, man, this 12-team bracket is going to be crazy. And the thing is, like, we're going to get playoff football in Ohio State, in Michigan. Yeah. You know, say Wisconsin sneaks in there. Like, we're going to have, like, or you're going to have, like, Ohio State playing at Alabama or something. Like, it's just going to be so fucking cool to see. Yeah, that's going to break people's brains. I think I think next year, if you're on the bubble of picking a fandom that you don't have for the college football season, now's the perfect time to find your team and just go full tilt all boogie towards that team because the chances of making the 12 team pretty high for the good teams. And say, like, say you're a Penn State fan. Penn State, they're ranked high every year, but they get their doors blown off by Ohio State and Michigan every single year. It's going to be funny. Like, now, like, Penn State's got a very, very good chance of going to the playoffs. I'm still going to be that guy, like, ha-ha, you never made the four team. <laughs> like, I'm just going to sit there and point. Like, you never, you weren't good enough. You to weren't doing it. You, you never went to a Big Ten championship yeah. game. You never made it. Yeah. 
Like, I'm going to be that guy. Like, I'm going to say it's Notre Dame. Oh, Notre Dame didn't make the 14 playoff a couple of times, but I'm going to be like, ha you yeah. guys still suck. <laughs> oh, yeah, MD. What about primetime? Is he going to take Colorado to it? I'm so sick of them. Yeah, same. Him him having the balls to go out on, on uh, like, Twitter and say, like, the game just passed Saban by. Like, dude, come on, you can't talk about Saban like that. The guy's got six fucking championships. Yeah, that's a ridiculous thing to say. He only lost once in the SEC championship game. Yeah, that's crazy. That's incredible. This is a ridiculous run. Yeah. It didn't pass. It did pass him by. But, I mean, we can say that because we have microphones. Yes, exactly. And yeah. we're not Coach Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Saban doesn't care what we have to say. He mi- not yet. I, he probably not does. yet. Yes, not yet. Not yet. Soon. Colorado. You got Colorado. Oregon's probably going to be a shoo-in next year. Yeah. Um... Penn State, Ole Miss will probably be, oh, who knows, with Ole Miss, Kevin leaves. Goes to Bama. I mean, Iowa even could probably. That'd be gross if they can ever score a touchdown. I would say to Mitch, like, they need to forfeit that spot and give it to somebody else. Give it to a Juco team. It would actually be impressive if Iowa made the 12-team playoff without scoring any points. That'd be insane. Three field goals get them to the natty. (laughs) like that would be that would push me over the edge yeah I would be done that would push me over the edge I'd never watch college football who else I think that I mean just the regular old run of the mill teams like USC could finally find their way in there I don't think they're that good I mean Washington will probably be right back in it yeah for sure Texas Oklahoma probably you got you still have them they're good need them yeah. Boomer uh, Sooner. Boomer Sooner, they're good for the game. Baker and Jalen Hurts, whatever, 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 whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever back freckle. Whatever back freckle. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Saban retires, and we have a lot of NFL coaches that have also parted ways with the organization in which they were representing this past year. Bill Belichick, obviously, we mentioned it. He's gone from New England. Vrabel's out in Tennessee. Arthur Arthur Smith out in Atlanta and Pete Carroll out in Seattle. It seems like they just fired Pete Carroll for being too old. Yeah. He should come back like what Creed does in the office when he puts the paper ink in his hair. Oh, God. (laughs) He just goes like, yeah, dude, all good. Yeah, just a young guy. Yeah, just a young guy. I think Pete Carroll should do that. (laughs) Um, Arthur Smith makes sense. He's the only one that like drastically needed to get out of this league. Uh, wait, question. Yeah. Did, what did you think about Jameis, uh, going for that extra touchdown? Good dude. Yes. Thank you. What's the point of not like division rivalry week, the last week of the NFL, you're in the same division. It's your job to embarrass the other teams in your division. They're like hated rivals. Those two. Yeah. So bury them. If you want to play fair, go back to house league. This is the NFL where the most athletic motherfuckers who play football are playing football at the highest caliber possible. If you can't stop them from scoring a touchdown, you have no reason to complain. They're grown-ass men. Stop them. And it's like Arthur Smith, like that video of him just yelling at Dennis Allen, it just sums it up. You're like, yeah, this guy's not going to be a coach anymore. That's such a cuck move. Yeah, it's like, fuck you, like him yelling, that's bullshit. You're hated rivals. What are you supposed to, like, if the Bears did that to the Packers, you bet your ass, I'd be like, oh, fuck that. But I'd be like, yeah, they're they're rivals. They're going to try to put each other out of their misery. Yeah, the Packers destroy us every year. And we still hate them the same amount. 
Yeah. There's no higher to go than ultimate hate. And, and you bet if the Bears were beating the brakes off the Packers, I'd say, you fucking go for that touchdown. You stop Absolutely. on their throats. Absolutely. Beat them by 90. Stop on their throats. 100%. I hate, I hate the fucking Bush League recliner dads who are like, that's a bullshit fucking play. You kneel the ball down, show some class, act like you've been there. Fuck that. Bat flip, beat your other opponents by a million, call it a day, and get on to next week. Yeah. Pisses me off. Grow up. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it definitely with Arthur Smith, like, it, he was doing, like, he, like, what, was 7 and 10 every single year he was coached, right? Yeah, he's not good at the job. He's not good at the job, and then what's, I found out someone was saying at the bar in Green Bay that his dad is, like, like started FedEx or UPS. Do you know who my dad is? Like, yeah, someone's like, oh, I feel so bad for Arthur Smith. He can just go home and still be a billionaire. Yeah. Sorry, coaching in the NFL didn't work out. Here's your million dollars that yeah. you already have in your wallet. Who? Okay, who do we think will be the next Falcons coach? <laughs> They're going to be player run. You think Cordero Patterson. You think Bijan is just going <laughs> to put a headset on? Yeah, about time. Maybe he'll f- see the field if he's the coach. I saw a take that Belichick might go there. Why? Why? Hear me out. I'm hearing you he's- out. He's going to make a trade for Justin, and then the Falcons will win the fucking Super Bowl with Justin and Bijan. That's crazy. I hope that doesn't happen, but that's... If that happens, are you going to be a a Falcons fan? TBD. TBD? Holy cow. TBD. Wow. We we got a lot that's going to happen the next couple... But that's crazy town. Even if Justin leaves, I'm still going to be a Bears fan. I'm still going to hate every I mean, second of it. I'm probably going to be a Bears fan. I'm not going to enjoy it. No, we don't enjoy being Bears fans already. But that's actually the problem because they, the Chicago Bears know as an organization that we're too loyal and stubborn of fans to root for anybody else. Yeah. It's it, kind of what I'm dealing with the, with the White Sox. It's like, where can I yes, put my fandom? Exactly. It's like, I, it's terrible. I hate it. It's an abusive relationship that I just stay in year in and year out and I can't fucking leave. Because of this loyalty to this team I chose when I was a child. Yeah. I mean, I'll still be a Bears fan. It's just going to break my heart, and I'm not going to enjoy it. Everything breaks my heart sports-wise. I can't have a moment of happiness when it comes to it, other than when I put $10 and I win 20 When I bet more than $10, <laughs> I lose. It's a ridiculous way about life. All right. Well, those people are out. Um, we got a fun wild card picture coming up. We got two games Saturday. Three on Sunday, and then we got Monday Night Football Wild Card Weekend. All right, let's go in. Well, I guess we can talk a little bit about last week, what happened, um, because some people did not make the cut. I'm done jagging off. Yeah, the Jags are a disappointing team this year. That was brutal. Trevor Lawrence, is he nearing bus status yet? Yeah, I I could see it. Um He's kind of fallen into the same category as Justin Herbert, where he's not getting nearly enough blame for being mediocre and being average. Like, for some reason, Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence, well, I think it's Justin Herbert on his own, is up in this cloud of he's right on the verge of elite, so nothing can be his problem. Yeah. Or the reason why the team failed. It can never be Justin Herbert's because he's the best quarterback they've had since Rivers. Mm. Why? What has he done? 
If you want to look at the stats, yeah, he's got great stats. If you like fantasy football, yeah, he's a great fantasy football quarterback. He's got to make that flashy throw to Keenan Allen like once a game. Yeah, and he, he he's going to get that one big win over Mahomes over the year. Like it's good for one. They're not going to beat them twice, right? And he will play very well. But the Chargers haven't done anything with him at the helm. No, they haven't. They literally blew a lead to Trevor Lawrence, a 30-point lead. Ridiculous. And no blame went to Justin Herbert at all. He could have scored more points. He could have thrown the ball better. He could have played a better game. But nope, it's always the coaching staff with him. And I think I'm just bitter because the Bears always go after the quarterback. And everybody has this allegiance to coaches once they do one thing right. But the Chargers, man, people got to start pointing at Herbert a little bit more, in my opinion. What has he shown you that makes him elite? A couple I, I, of nice throws. Yeah, like I said, he's good for a couple flashy plays. He'll scramble. He'll throw in downfield. Crowd goes wild. Well, they don't have a crowd in LA. But um, <laughs> no, he's like, I've been in that boat. I've said, I'm like, why? Like, everyone rags on Tua and stuff. I'm like, dude, Tua goes to the fucking playoffs. Yeah. Granted, like, yeah, he's got a great coach and he's in a way better system. But like, and also Herbert's had what? I think three coaches. Yeah. I mean that's 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 the one thing I'll give him. Like he's had three different coaches, and Brandon Staley sucked as a coach. Yeah, but Justin Herbert, or I mean Justin Fields, has had a bunch of different no, coordinators. Yeah. Like you that, know, like like nothing. that bumblefuck Marty Mush at Barstool Sports saying like, "Oh, Justin Herbert's better than Justin Fields and Tua." Not a chance. Yeah, he's right in the same category. Right in the same category. Him and Tua are the same. Fields is a little lower just because he hasn't. And then Burrow is in a league of his own. Yeah, Burrow, Mahomes. Josh Allen, like, they do it. They they get the job done. And you put a system around people and you make them flourish like what they do in San Fran. It's like they can plug anybody anywhere as long as they know the player well. I'd like to see you as quarterback in San Fran. Thank you. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, get some stem cells in this rotator cuff. I'll fucking bomb that. <laughs> oh, I no, might need you... to go down to Mexico or wherever they do the stem cells that are illegal. And go get shot up. I'd be down to hit up a place like that. I have a couple beers while you were doing, getting your shit done. Dude, imagine that. I'd go do that and I'd become a 30-year-old professional athlete in America. Well, if he went to the Niners, Brady would kill you because you took Sammy's spot. Yeah, but he could bet me for MVP and he, I would make it up for him. He'd still bet Sam Darnold. Yeah, he'd be <laughs> banking on my downfall. Side note, on Saturday, we got back to the room. Like Everyone's like, you know, gasp. Had a couple of pops, and I go, Brady, and he's, like, laying his pillow. He goes, what? And I read off Sam Darnold's stats for the day. <laughs> like, 14 for 17 in the first half. Like, two touchdowns, 230 <laughs> yards. And Brady's like, oh, of course. <laughs> he's like, Sammy, classic Sammy. Yeah. Um, if you're wondering the reason why Brady couldn't make it this week, he accidentally left his brain in Green Bay and uh, hasn't had the time to go trek back to pick it up. So he needs a couple more days. Um, but, all right, so week 18, feels it still feels weird to say that. Week 18. We talk all year, like end of July, early August, we're like, God, we need football, we need football. And now it's just, I mean, granted, we got a couple more weeks left, we're not done but it just sucks. Yeah, but it's done. It's done for us. It's done. Oh, it's been done for us for a long time. <laughs> uh, but we'll we'll start us off. The Steelers-Ravens game was an absolute Mike Tomlin show. Like that, that's just a game that the Steelers win when it doesn't matter for the Ravens at all. They're sitting guys. The Steelers are trying to get to 10-7. and seven. They do it. 17-10 to 10 win. Not much to say there other than I knew Najee Harris was going to get the 
get a touchdown, and I didn't take it. That's tough. Yeah, it's tough, but, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, James, and we're grown men. We can get past it. I mean, that, like, we were were all watching that. That was, like, such a Ravens-Steelers game and just pouring rain, just crummy weather, just the perfect AFC North game. Yeah, 152 passing yards by Mason Rudolph and 146 by Tyler... by Huntley, Tyler Who looks Huntley. exactly like Lamar Jackson. Playing style-wise, or because they're both black, James? No, I'm sorry. He actually <laughs> looks like Lamar Jackson. Like, and, and oh, what, dude, he went to the Pro Bowl last year. I know. Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. The Pro Bowl quarterbacks oh last my year? God. I think in the AFC, it was Derek Carr, Trevor Lawrence, and Tyler Huntley. Disgusting. The Pro Bowl needs to be changed, but I don't have the ideas to change it at this moment in time. Thank you so much. No further questions. Um, Texans, Colts, CJ Stroud, man. I, I get it. He's great. We'll get to this week's wild card games. Regardless of what happens in the Browns game for him, he had an outrageous year and nothing but tipping the cap. That's a wild way to show out and throw 264 yards and 195 of them were to Nico Collins. See, this is tough for me because I was his biggest critic when he was at Ohio State. I said he can't win the big one. He can't beat Michigan. He can't go to a Big Ten championship game. And then he balled out against Georgia last year. And I was like, all right, here in my respect. Like, he was running. He was diving for that first down. Mm -hmm. But I just feel bad rooting for him because I just bashed him at every single turn. Well, that's big for you. Yeah, exactly. I'm man enough to admit when I'm wrong which is not very often. Um, <laughs> it might be a lot. Uh, he is so fucking good. And the ball, when it when it comes out of his hands, it just looks so smooth. I know. It looks hot. It's a hot guy throwing the ball. It just looks like that pass to Nico Collins the other night was just like everyone like when, in Green Bay like was like there are a lot of Colts fans there. And like everyone just got quiet. Everyone's like, wow, that was such a pretty throw. Like it just looks perfect. Yeah. Um, then we had the Buccaneers Panthers game, which was disgusting. Um, uh, Baker had got tweaked up, but run up on a little bit, but he stayed in. Nobody else came in, but it was a gross nine to zero game. All field goals. Uh, nothing really to report there. Uh, Falcons saints. We already talked a little bit about it. Beat the brakes off your division rival and don't be a bitch when they beat you. If you, if you have that much of a aggression after losing, maybe don't lose. Maybe yeah. don't stink so bad. Don't don't stink so bad. Yeah, you you have no ground to stand on when your team loses by forty. Yeah, cool. Same it, it, same. Yeah, it, yeah, that's pretty much that right there. Yeah, uh, Jets beat the Patriots finally, seventeen to three. We are all um, losers watching that. Yeah. So Saban goes out on a loss, and Bill Belichick goes on on a loss to the Jets. Yeah, there was a thing on Sunday like we had a plan. How many Jeremy Shap like promos do we have to have about Bill Belichick and Tom Brady? Like, do you know those things on ESPN when he's like, and Belichick and Brady got it together? I'm like, how many of these are we going to hear in our lifetime? Yeah, what are we doing here? It's, yeah, I thought Belichick was going to win. I'm like, he's going to go out a winner, but maybe he, he did win because he kept them, got them in good draft position. Yeah, it was all a secret handshake. And the Jets just fucked themselves even more. Yeah, the Jets just, just like, come on. Dude, this game was disgusting. It was 17-3. Simeon had 70 passing yards. Bailey Zappi had 88 passing yards. 
Granted, Brees Hall did have 178 rushing yards and a touchdown. He's going to be good next year. He's going to be good. He's very good at the game of football. So props to him. Uh, then we had Jaguars-Titans, and everybody knows we like to jag off here. We're, jag- we're no more jagging off. We're going dry January with jagging off. There's, there's no chance to jag off anymore, and this is the break that we needed because that was a god-awful performance. 28-20, to 20, Jaguars lose. Um, Derrick Henry in the cold, still good. Yeah. Well, still- just in the month of Jan- December and January, 153 rushing yards for a touchdown. Um, Trevor Lawrence did throw for 280 yards, but two TDs and two INTs. So, I mean, right, you have to point blame at Trevor Lawrence because this is a game you have to win. And to not be able to beat a division rival in their own place to keep your playoff hopes alive is just kind of a bummer. Yeah, that 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 like that's what I was just sitting there. I'm like, oh, my Jaguars need to be need to win this game, but I'm like, I'm looking at Titans money line actually now. Yeah, for real. Wait, if the Jaguars would have beat the Titans, I think Steelers would have been out. Or no? Would the Texans still have been in? That's the thing. That was like everyone was talking about that. Everyone, like I didn't know how that worked. Like Neither how did I? So I just didn't want to misspeak on that one. So either way, I thought that if the Jaguars won. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the fate of the Furious is on next. Um, I thought if the Jaguars won, they were in. And I I think they would have won the division. And then the Texans would have been at 10-7 and seven at second in the division. But it's neither here nor there. The Jaguars lost, and they stink. Yeah, you have to start. Trevor Lawrence is getting real closer to, to bust. I think he's got one more year. Before you can label him a bust. Yeah, and that's one of the things where it feels like they'll keep him for a little too long. I mean, they got him weapons. They got him Calvin Ridley. ETN's good. Like, he has, like, a good team. It's not like he's... Like, Herbert, I will say, too, Herbert's team is always injured. Yeah. And that man's throwing it to God knows who. Mm-hmm. Like, Trevor Lawrence said, Ingram's a very good tight end. Yeah. The defense is pretty solid. Yeah. I, I think you would give Trevor Lawrence one more year because he was supposed to be probably the greatest quarterback ever. Yeah, like, the was, way he yeah. was getting hyped and how good he was in college, and he has not lived up to that expectation. No, not even close. But I would give him another try as well. So, we'll save for jagging off for later on. Yeah, for August. We'll be jagging off later on this year. Don't you worry. Uh, Lions beat the Vikings 30-20. to 20. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, nothing really of note from this game, um, because they're in our division. We don't really care. Justin Jefferson had a crazy game of 192 yards on 12 catches for a touchdown. And then Amon Ross St. Brown had 144, seven receptions and a touchdown. It was a toss off. Nick Mullins with almost 400 yards and Jared Goff with 320. This is just a show off game. And, uh, the Lions were definitely going to win. Yeah. Yeah, the Vikings had no shot, even though they technically did, if you look at the actual game. But box score, they didn't have a shot. Bengals at, or Browns at Bengals. What? I was just going to say gross. Yeah, I mean, good for the Bengals. I guess you go out as winners. But the Browns sat everybody 31-14. Joe Flacco did so good for the Browns that they gave him a week off. Yeah. That's a ridiculous... He came in, played so well, got them in such a great position, 
and they gave him the week off. He came in to a dumpster fire. If you would have told me that Mason Rudolph, C.J. Stroud, and Joe Flacco would be quarterbacks in the playoffs this year, I would have told you you were insane. Yeah, I would have hit you. Yeah. I, I No, I would have killed you. Yeah. And also, the Browns lost Nick Chubb in week two. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's, I honestly forgot about Nick Chubb. They lost Nick Chubb. They lost every quarterback option they had. They had to hire a 38-year-old off of his couch who got them back to such a great position that he got to take a week off from his job. That's a flex. That's ridiculous. Like, I'm so good at my job, I'm going to take a week off. Yeah. And, oh, James, but you've only been here for four weeks. Yeah. I'm still going to take the week off. Yep. Okay. Sounds right. good. Go right. right ahead. Yep. Uh, Cowboys make light work of the commanders. Makes sense. The Rams beat the 49ers. Makes sense. Carson Wentz game. Um, Carson Wentz came in, threw for 163 total yards. Crazy town. Threw a touchdown to Puka Nakua. Such a fun name to say. Sammy D went for 100 and almost 90 yards with Sammy. the TD. So, um, fine. Everybody sat for the 49ers. Makes sense. Rams have potential to do something really funny. Go on. Knocking out the fucking Lions. Oh, yeah. The the storylines for the wild card weekend are just so fun. We'll get into those, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs, Chargers, doesn't matter, didn't matter. Never uh, never has, never will. Yeah, 13 to 12. Disgusting. Uh, Seahawks barely beat the Cardinals. Okay. Well, they weren't. If they would have won, would they have been in? Seahawks? I don't think they were near it. Like, I don't. What did they finish? Nine and eight. Nine and eight. I don't think. I think they, they were. Oh, wait. Kinda, no, they did win. What am I saying? Um, what else did they need, I guess? I think they needed the Rams to lose for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think they were kind of almost in a situation similar to the Bears. Like, they needed a lot of shit to yeah. happen. Um, the Giants pooped all over the Eagles. I really wish Brady was here just so I could ask him one question. Are you worried about the Eagles yet? See, here's the thing. I, like, was shitting on the Eagles. Like, you know me, I hate the Eagles. Yeah. But now I just want to absolutely nuke the Eagles on Monday night. Yeah, I know that's scary, and I think it's Eagles written all over it, but Baker. Baker Mayfield. Dude, your guy versus your team, man. Dude, my guy versus my guy. It's a guy off. It's a Cliff guy off. It's a Cliff guy off. Dude, A.J. Brown, well, Mike Evans isn't really my guy. Chris Godwin's my guy. Dude, it's a Cliff game. Monday night Cliff game. Oh. God, it's gonna be. Are so you gonna fun. be on the Manning cast? Uh, I'm hoping they give me a call. They they mentioned it maybe like a couple weeks ago, but they were like, ah, chances of it being Eagles Bucks is so slim. We're not gonna book anything yet. And then I told them my schedule is pretty booked, so we're gonna try and make it work. But that's good. We don't know yet. Raiders Broncos didn't matter. Doesn't matter. Gross yep. twenty seven to fourteen. Raiders win. Never has. Never will. Yep. Um, if you're the Raiders, do you give Antonio Pierce a serious look at being your next coach? Oh my God, yes, dude. He's he's Raiders. Like, he is, like, you You think of the Raiders, you think of him. Like, nitty-gritty football, him and Max Crosby just headbutting each other. Yeah. I really wish that the Raiders were in a position to trade us because I wanted Max Crosby. But whatever. Neither here nor there. Did you see that video of uh, Gardner Minshew just going, dude, Max Crosby is so, so angry. angry. He's like, he's just <laughs> angry. Keeps calling me little boy. Yeah, he's like, he's just <laughs> angry. <laughs> Uh, Bills beat the Dolphins 21 to 14. Um, it was a 14 point fourth quarter by the Bills. 
So uh, the Dolphins kind of screwed themselves, like you mentioned earlier on. Dolphins have to go into KC right now in freezing or zero degrees and try and beat the Chiefs. And then we already talked Bears-Packers. That was week 18. Disgusting. That first drive of the game, you know, Bears come down good offensively. Hey, like, you know, their fields had a great pass to commit. Herbert, I think, maybe sliced off like a seven or eight-yard run. And then after that, it just didn't feel good anymore. Yeah, uh, we kick a field goal. They miss a field goal. Seems like it might be our time. And, and that for a second, like, we all, like, Fitz, Foley, Brady, and I were like, oh, my God, like, we might do this. And then Jordan Love just sliced and diced that entire defense. Yeah, I I had to text a football mind. I texted Nelly, and I was like, so you, you got to enlighten me here. Is, the, is it props to the Green Bay offense, or is it? a blame on our defense because Jordan Love was able to throw the 10-yard pass for 15 yards almost every chance he wanted. And we played zone the entire day, and it was like at some point we got to switch to man and fucking lock these dudes up. But we didn't. We didn't make any changes, and then we lost, and we couldn't score any points. We got a couple field goals, nothing of note, and it was just a fucking lather, rinse, repeat, never beat the Packers. Yeah, it's just never... It's like getting to the point where it's like, is it ever going to happen? Matt yeah. LaFleur has not lost to them. Yeah, that's gross. The last time we won, we beat the Packers, it was when we won the a- a- NFC North with like Mitch, Khalil Mack in 2018. That was 2018, and we are now in the year 2024. That is correct. We are in the year 2024. I almost said 2023. Uh, <laughs> um, how was that drive home on Monday? Honestly, not that bad because we just like our brains were just spaghetti yeah so it was just but it really not that bad three and a half which is that's like just to the point where that's doable right right when you get past milwaukee you're cruising like Mm -hmm. you're you're almost home right when you get past milwaukee yeah but so the drive wasn't that bad but like i said lambo it's a bucket list thing and if you're a passionate bear fan just go like maybe go for a preseason game almost no i want the whole shebang but you're right i might not go when they face the bears don't, because it's just like <laughs> you're you're just like devastated. You're gonna get your heart ripped out. Go when they're playing like like the Saints, Commanders, Chargers. That'd be a good one to go yeah. to. Oh, also, are we going to London next year? I was thinking about that. That'd be awesome. I think we have to. That would be. We s- have to find a way to go to London. We can just start swimming now. <laughs> <laughs> just. You're- you pack your trunks? Yeah, I've got my trunks, got my Scuba <laughs> Steve outfit. Um, no, that would be like a bucket list trip to go to London. Yeah, um, I'm in. Uh, we just got to money-wise figure that out, but uh, money's take- not real. It's all fake, and nope. I'm in. Knowing our luck and, like, Chicago sports luck, we would take, like, the next Titanic. <laughs> oh, God. We would get on the boat, and it would sink, and it would be like, that's just, we're trying to save Chicago sports, but we're trying to do it in Europe. <laughs> And it would sink, it would sink as it's sinking. You're just gonna drop. Oh man, we're gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, that was the best delivery you've ever given me of anything ever. All the time. Um, all right, let's get into Wild Card Weekend Saturday games starting at three thirty Chicago time, Chicago Standard Time. Uh, we have Browns, Texans. Thoughts? Because I have some. That's such an ugly game when you say it out loud. You're like, Browns, Texans. Browns, Texans. The Deshaun Watson Bowl. Oh, fuck. I didn't even think of that. I forgot Deshaun Watson was on the Browns. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I think that the Texans and the, the Cinderella story for the Browns. I'm the complete opposite. I think this is really? the end of Flacco because the storyline of all these games is awesome. And if Flacco beats the Texans, wait, does he face the Ravens for sure? Or is it low seed? I, don't I think know. it's low Let seed it faces. Up. I think it's low seed faces the one seed. So like, be, if, I think that would be. Wait, hold up. Yeah, let's let's just double check that. Make sure we're on the right path here. NFL playoff tree. So like, I think if Miami beats KC and Buffalo and Cleveland win. Then Buffalo and Cleveland will face, and Miami will face Baltimore. Okay, that yeah, that checks out. I think it's low seed advances, so it's not a given that if the the Browns win, that they will be facing Baltimore, unless unless the favor of unless KC and Buffalo also win, then Cleveland will face Baltimore. But that brings us to the next game: um, Dolphins Chiefs. I say you got to go Chiefs. I think you have What's to. What's the spread? Seven and a half, eight? No, four and a half. That's really close. Yeah. It's just all these, like, Tyreek Hill played against it for a long time, but, like, you can't picture Tyreek Hill playing in cold weather. Yeah. Like, you can't. I mean, he was in KC, so this is another... Revenge game. Yeah. It's always a revenge game. Like, could we you see Tyreek... Ty- Tyreek Hill just ripping Chiefs fans' hearts out with, like, a monster game, or do you think Tua just doesn't have it in him? No, I think Tyreek Hill has it in him. I mean, he's the fastest man alive. True. We got the Deshaun Watson Bowl on Saturday, followed by the Tyreek Hill Bowl Saturday night. Like, this is awesome. Oh, I'm not leaving my couch all weekend. I am so excited. Yeah, it's going to be a blast and also a half of a blast. A blast and a half. Yes, uh, but I think Dolphins can do it. I think Dolphins' money line isn't out of the question. The Chiefs just have not looked good at all. But do you think, excuse me, do you think that, like, this is what they want? Like, Andy Reid likes this right now. Like, oh, everyone's counting us out. There's still Patrick Mahomes, and there's still Travis Kelsey, and then you have Chris Jones on that defensive line. They're still there. I agree, but I'm just banking on my knowledge because last year I said it about the Chiefs and the Eagles, and then they met in the Super Bowl. I was right last year, and I'm banking on myself being right two times in a row. Patty two times. Patty two times. That's what everybody calls me. Everybody's nickname in their phone for me is Patty two times because I tap it twice, and then I'm done. Yeah. Respectfully. (laughs) No disrespect. No No disrespect, but respectfully. No disrespect. Thank you, James. Um, I think it's Browns, and then I think it's Dolphins. I like uh, Browns minus the two and a half or two, whatever you can get it at. And then I do like Dolphins money line, but if you're scared, I get it and take Dolphins plus four and a half. I'm going, Actually, don't do that because if the Dolphins lose, they're not losing by four and a half. I'm going Texans money line, and I'm going Chiefs four and a half. So we're on the opposite end. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Opposite okay. end. All, All right. right, we'll work through this. All right, let's get to Sunday. Let's see Let's see how we're feeling Sunday. We start at noon with Bills Steelers. I think we're on the same page here. It Bills minus alternate spread minus 21. They're putting this game at noon for a reason because it's going to be the most boring game. Najee Harris will get his touchdown because he just can't not find the end zone lately. And, and no then, TJ Watt. Yeah, and the Bills are going to steamroll. I think they get, they're getting a little hot at the right time, and they cannot lose to the Steelers in the playoffs. I'd, I would take Bills minus 10, 
But if you're going to parlay all the games like everybody does, I would just put Bill's money line in there because it's safe. You know it'll hit, and we go on to the next week. Yeah. Yep. Packers-Cowboys at 3.30 on Sunday. Mike McCarthy Bowl. Mike McCarthy Bowl. See, that they're everywhere. Everywhere. There's a story. There's a story at all of them. Bills-Steelers, it's not really a story, but, I mean, could you find one? Two, uh, two ugly teams. <laughs> Two lackluster teams who performed uh, lacklusterly all lackluster season. Yeah, there you go. All right. The lackluster bowl. The lackluster bowl. I'm in. Um, I think this is Cowboys all over. And I'm scared. I'm I'm hammering Cowboys. Yeah, I think it's Cowboys minus seven. Yeah. Might buy the half a point so they can win by a touchdown. But I swear to God, if Jordan Loves goes into Dallas and beats them to advance in the playoffs. Uh, Jerry Jones should sell the team. Yeah. That if they lose to a nine and eight, what they finish nine and eight, the Packers. Yeah. If they lose to a nine and eight, Jordan love who essentially in my eyes is a rookie. Mm -hmm. You got problems. You need McCarthy has to go like, and also to look at the Packers. What if they've got McCarthy fired from the Cowboys? That would be a perfect storybook ending. Yes. I don't know. I just, I, I, it has to be Cowboys. I mean, but the Cowboys, though, granted, they have looked different than they had before. Like, they look like a fucking unit. CD's playing out of his mind. Yeah. I think they've looked a lot better. Dak Prescott hasn't been awful. Like, he's not making, he still has turnovers, but he's not making dumb turnovers. And he yells, here we go, <laughs> every time he gets, before he gets a snap. Uh-huh. I agree. Um, and then we get to the Matt Stafford, Jared Goff Bowl. The trade of all trades. For these two teams, change the trajectory of both these teams, along with Dan Campbell helping tra- change the trajectory. That's a tough sentence to say. Very impressive. Thank you so much. I want the Rams to win, and I don't know if I can convince myself that they are going to win. Uh, I want to put a future on the Rams win the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah. I wow. Think, yes. That offense is cooking right now. They are fun to watch for sure. I, I just don't think the Dan Campbell story ends yet. But on the other side, like, I, this is the one game where I am wishy-washy the most. Like, the Browns, I know for a fact they're beating the Texans. The Dolphins-KC game, I could see it going either way, but I'm leaning Dolphins heavy, 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 heavy Dolphins. What's the spread on this? Three. Solid three. I love the Rams plus three. Yeah. But, like, for me, it's, it's Browns clearly, Dolphins semi-clearly, Bills clearly... Cowboys clearly, and then this one, every time I pick one, I'm like, I don't know. Your vision's a little messed up. It's a little blurry today. So you're going Rams? Are you doing the plus three and the memo- money line? Plus three and money line, yeah. Okay. All right. So that wraps up Sunday, and you got that noon, the 3.30, and the 7.15, and that's all Chicago Standard Time. Correct. And then on Monday night. The Baker Bowl. The, the Pat- Cliff Bowl. The Cliff Bowl. The Cliff Bowl. The Patrick Clifford Bowl. The Cliff Bar Bowl. The Cliff Notes Bowl. There are so the, many the, ways. The Patrick Clifford Chick-fil-A Bowl. Patrick Clifford Chick-fil-A open on Sunday bowl. Zin Bowl. The Zin Bowl. The uh, Sweatpants to the Bar Bowl. The Go to Rivers by Yourself at a Noontime on a Weekday Bowl. This is my bowl. This is my game. It's your game. And I think I want bucks. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just do the over on this one. I don't know. I'm going to go over. Yeah, see, 
This is it's a game. Tough. This is tough because along with the KC Dolphins, KC kind of been down and counted out. The Eagles are definitely at their lowest right now, currently being counted out the most. They were 10 and 1, finished 11 and 6. Disgusting. And I don't know why I think the Baker train keeps fucking going through towns. I just don't know. I think he just got so much to prove right now. And like I said, I haven't been the biggest Baker guy, but I've enjoyed this run he's been on. I just think I really, I really don't know what to think with this game. So that's I'm just going to go over. Yeah, I think there's way too much like veteran leadership within the Eagles' offense and defense, along with Jalen Hurts and Jason Kelsey. Like I, if they can get it right, they can beat the Bucks by forty. Yeah, if if they get it together, that's just a question if they can. Yeah, because right Devon- now they do not look good. And Devonta Smith is banged up. Is he playing or is he not playing? I have no idea. Yeah, we need injury reports to come out for sure. Jalen Hurts' finger was disgusting on his throwing hand. I think it was where his finger was just obviously dislocated in the yeah. grossest position possible, and he just holds it up so nonchalantly, like, look what this is. I have to deal with this bullshit. That's a good way someone's like, you've been sucking lately. Yeah, pal, this yeah, is it. Yeah, fucking look at my hand, you yeah. jackass. Uh, I do like the overbet, and I would feel like a fool for not parlaying all of the guys who got their teams to where they are to score a touchdown this weekend. <laughs> I'm I'm saying Baker three passing touchdowns. Yeah, it's it's a make or break right now. It's a it's make, a make or, bake. or bake. Oh, nice! On, there we go. This, knock this. this. Come on, oh. James. We are right on it. Should we go to Rivers? No. Uh, <laughs> um. So I mean, what's the over at forty seven? Forty three. You're getting value. Oh, I'm going over. You're yeah, value. Nuke you should, in the over. You should take the over at forty seven for some value. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but the guys, guys being guys for their guys to get their guys towards the guy's goal. That's Amari Cooper, Nico Collins, Tyreek Hill, Isaiah Pacheco. Najee Harris. Najee Harris. <laughs> yep. I don't know who it is on the Bills. Probably Josh Allen or James Cook because Stefan Diggs has been allergic to the end zone all year. I'm thinking of Gabe Davis. It could be a Gabe Davis. It could be a Gabe Davis. <laughs> it could. I, I'm smelling some Gabe Davis right now. Dude, I could see... The Steelers scoring a touchdown, and then the Bills just haven't. Then the Steelers have to punt. They pin them in on the two, and then a Gabe Davis 98-yard touchdown. I can see it crystal clear right now. Yeah. It's Gabe Davis. It's Gabe Davis. Uh, Jaden Reed probably gets in the end zone, and C.D. Lamb. And then... I'm thinking of Dalton Schultz, too. Ooh. For the... For the Texans? Okay. Oh, know. no, he's on the... Oh, fuck. Jake Ferguson? Jake Ferguson, yep. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Rams, uh, Puka Nakua. Puka, yeah. Are you, You're you out on Cooper Cup because he cost you that. Fuck play. Cooper <laughs> Cup. <laughs> fuck Cooper Cup. Wait, no, not the Rams. Fuck, I'm going Lions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck Cooper Cup. Amon Ross St. Brown for three TDs, uh, but definitely one for sure. And then... Dude, A.J. Brown's also been allergic to the end zone. Probably Dallas Goddard if he plays. And then it has to be Mike Evans. I think I, I'm I'm seeing a DeAndre Swift touchdown in this. No way. I think we get a DeAndre Swift touchdown. First? 
I kind of like that running in. Yep, DeAndre Swift locking it in right locking now. Locking it in, first TD, DeAndre Swift. I like it. I'm in. Any other notes you want to mention about this weekend? Let's do our, if not, let's do our bracket prediction. Okay. Uh, wait, any other TDs? No, 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 no. Um, all right, so it is a low seed plays the one seed. So you're taking Texans over the Browns. Yes. Then you're taking the Chiefs. Chiefs, over the Dolphins. Over the Dolphins. And you're taking Buffalo. So that means KC versus Buffalo and Texans versus Baltimore. Uh, I'm going Baltimore beats the Texans. Mm-hmm. And then Buffalo finally topples the mountain and beats KC in the playoffs. Oh, no mames way. I think they finally toppled the mountain. Okay, Chingon. I'm, I got them. Then, then Ravens, Bills. Ravens. I think Ravens win. Ravens win. And we get Stefan Diggs is looking at. The field. Oh, again. God. Gross. He ruined that for everybody. Everybody, dude. It's and not that cool. You lost and you're sitting on the sidelines. Get know over it. did that? J.J. McCarthy. Loser. Lame. Uh, you got Tampa Bay Eagles. Where are you going? I think the Eagles went in a close one. Yep. Detroit Rams. Ramley. Dallas Green Bay. Dallas. All right. So you got the Rams playing the 49ers. And then the Eagles play in Dallas. I'm going 49ers. 49ers, Rams. Oh, two rivalry games? Oh, yeah. I like that. That's yeah. spicy. Yeah. Um, I think we get, I think Dallas beats the Eagles finally. And then Dallas, San Fran. Fuck. Dude, Purdy hasn't looked like Purdy lately. I don't I know. know. Dude, All I, right, hot take. I think the Cowboys win. I think the Cowboys win the whole fucking thing. Yeah, I, I think the Cowboys win the whole thing too. Fuck, I hate it. I hate I that, hate too, because I hate... I literally spent New Year's Eve saying how much I hate the Cowboys, but I, they have looked Dude, so I good. Sp- I spent Christmas talking to my uncle and my cousins about how I think I like the Cowboys, and I'm trying to deal with that as a person, and they're like, ooh, that's really tough. I'm sorry you're going through that. I think it's Cowboys all over the place. I have Cleveland beating Houston. I have Dolphins beating KC, and I got Buffalo beating uh, Pittsburgh. So that leaves me with Miami, Baltimore, Buffalo, Cleveland. And I think Buffalo beats Cleveland, and I think the Dolphins beat Baltimore. So I got Miami versus Buffalo. You think, I, you think it's a Buffalo? You think Miami, Buffalo are going to play each other again? Yeah. Whew. And then I think Miami gets it done. And then I think it's Miami Cowboys in the Super Bowl. No way. I, I, Baltimore has been just so good. And I understand like they're, they were like this a couple of years ago when they lost. Yeah. But they have been cooking. I, th- I think that it's them and the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Baltimore Cowboys. Baltimore Cowboys. And I, well, it's, yeah. I, I hope I'm wrong about the Cowboys. That's the thing. Oh, I know. I, I don't want to be right. I don't like them. They have just been so goddamn good. Yeah. Oh, God. But yeah, I have, ran, I have, I'm going to take Baker and the Bucks beating the Eagles. I'm going to take the Stafford going into Detroit and beating them. And then I'm taking Dallas, so that gives Dallas versus the uh, Dallas versus Baker and Matt Stafford versus 49ers. I think 49ers walk through the Rams, and I think the Cowboys walk through Baker. And then it's Cowboys 49ers, and I think Cowboys get the best of them this time around. Wow! And dude, as long as Miami can beat. KC, I, I don't have as much worry as them beating KC as I or 
them beating Baltimore as much as I worry about them beating KC. So I think it's KC, but I think it's Dolphins too. So I'm a little wishy-washy there as well. I'm just excited for the weekend. It's going to be a good one, James. It's going to be good for sure. All right. Fellas, family, friends, and team, it's been the Washed Up Podcast. Go check out Chef Charles and Pat Mallers and Zozern and their new album that dropped. Uh, James, you want to say Brady's lines? Stay hydrated. <laughs> That's hard. Those are mine. Uh, go Bulls, go, go Bears. Go Bulls, go Bears. <laughs> and go down to the pool. <laughs> Music by Pat Mallers and Chef Charles. Feels so good. Peace, love, and happiness. Hear from us next week. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shorty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody love. Everybody want to be like me. I cha-cha real smooth. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I break rules and race roofs. Sit break goose with great juice. I make moves and I make the music. And hang loose, homie. Fall back like I down. Okay, I gotta go ride it out la-dee-da-dee-do I feel fucking awesome Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Fall back like I don't Okay, I gotta go ride it out la-dee-da-dee-do I feel fucking awesome I'm, I'ma tell you all why Ain't felt like this for a long time Can't think with the wrong mind Can't drift to the wrong tide Can't sink if it's all dry Land, one day you gotta learn to fly Curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot Shorty thick like a car bomb, oh lord Won't quit till it's all mine, on oh God I've been steady trying to get in my way That's the only way that I get down Ever since I focused on my mindset Things ain't nothing to me now Got it.